Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? Build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. Check, check, check. One, two. One to the two. One to the two. Two, 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 two. Hey, Scotty. What's up? I'm coming back. Oh, got a toot. Hold on. The audio fun bag is brought to you by Responsibly Vodka and Norman's Electronics. And now we kick it. The audio fun bag, chapter 38 at this point. We are rolling right along. All brought to you by Responsibly Vodka, Drink Responsibly, and Norman's Electronics, NEIUSA.com. You also book online right there or give them a call 770-451-5057 been taking care of you since 1955 all your vintage audio and video equipment they can handle that as well and by the way an update oh yes our trip on our biloxi trip so i'm booked the flight is good i haven't done anything yet we have heard from the responsibly vodka people uh and you'll be able to see the link we are planning on going there for the georgia florida game to do do it up in the sports book. Thank you for saying that the right way, by the way. Georgia-Florida game. Yes, it is, it's different when you're over in Florida, but it is the Georgia-Florida game Thank from you. this angle of it. Uh, responsibly does have some um, some gift packs available for when you show up. Oh, like at a wedding when you check into the hotel and they put the little bag you in You get room. to the Golden Nugget and they say, oh, you're with this group because you registered through our link and you get some fun. It's like two really, it's always two really cheap waters. Like just, you bought it at Costco, kind of knockoff waters. I believe it's normally a Tylenol or an aspirin for your hangover the next day. Pretty sure there'll be a Responsibly Vodka bottle in there. Maybe a koozie. I'm trying to think of all the weddings I've been to, like the stupid stuff there. A Snickers bar. Oh, yeah, here's this, just in case. Now We don't want you grumpy at the wedding. You need a Snickers. This actually reminds me. So on regular broadcast radio, we can't say, hey, this is going to be free. Like like when we do our tailgates and stuff, that's something you can't do. So you want to edit that out? No, in the podcast world, I think we can basically be like, listen, when you show up, you're going to get a bottle of vodka out of this thing. Okay, cool. Works for me. Yeah, because... There's no violation here. You remember it's a when, different world, homeboy. You remember when we had the uh, the Hoyt tailgate at the 2017 Georgia-Auburn SEC Championship? Yes. We had Drew Butler show up for a good hour with us. And we were so drunk, we started asking him <laughs> how far he could punt a human head. Well, different things, not just a human it, it, head. Yeah, then it turned into like a toaster. <laughs> and all. We, like, we burned the entire five minutes before the biggest game Georgia was going to play with a chance at the playoffs, asking him what different things he could punt and how far. But I remember specifically Drew sitting down and being like, this is a great setup you guys got. I think, you know, at some point he's trying to pimp the radio station and the tailgate that's going on. He's like, you got free alcohol all over the place. You're giving (laughs) drinks, lines, and snorting lines and stuff. We're like, Drew, you cannot say free alcohol on the radio right now. Actually, I think the response was, 
Yeah, that's um, that's not. We're not able to say it's free, no. um, even though it does not require any kind of monetary exchange. Just know that you can't say that. Man, F the FCC. What did I just say? The FCC. Yeah, you totally. FCC. You totally slurred that one. Golden Nugget. <laughs> See, you've got that down. As do I. I've yeah, been, I know you I, do. I've been getting really good at it. So I'm I'm playing uh, planning on flying in Thursday evening after the show. So we'll do Thursday night there. Friday, it's a free for all. It's whatever you want to do. I think I might try and get golf in before you know hitting up the sports book and the Friday games and all that stuff. And then Saturday, it's create the base, get ready, and then get your bets in, get your wagers in, and let's play that game and and see all the because I love how you get like the the in game bets and the second half bets and everything else. And so I think that'll be really cool to do. And we will be doing the podcast. Are we doing it before, during, or after the game? I think we should do it before the game. Oh, good call. Or maybe late Friday. Well, we really have to talk with the Golden Nugget and see when they're going to allow it. Because they, they told us we are allowed to do it. Okay. It's just a matter of when. And I still stand by what I said. You guys show up to the Golden Nugget, and I will pick one of you to join the podcast with us. At a time. Well, yeah, obviously. And not forever either. It's just as one episode. Y'all yeah. aren't that good. You're not going to be like, wow, guess what? I just landed uh, on this podcast. Like, no, no, no. It's just for a little while. You get to come sit down over here and, Mom, and hang Dad, out with I us. Mom, Dad, I made it. I'm, I made it. I'm big deal now. So here's the, the smorgasbord of things. I'm going to save uh, this Whataburger deal for a little bit later. Okay. Uh, I did want to bring up this. Do we want to talk about the fallout from Georgia, Alabama? Do we want to talk about family photos? Or do we want to talk about uh, the sweatshop that I'm running in my house? Those are all very titillating. I can go anywhere you want to go. You're the point guy. Oh, it's, your, it's your choice. No, 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 this is no, no. a choose-your-own-adventure. Which you page do you the want? Big bucks, man. You take it. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, how about this? So I'm I'm doing you a favor that you didn't ask for. I didn't. That happened out of nowhere. Um, you know what? I'm going to tease with that. That's that's. I, I want to start with the George Alabama stuff because right. uh, that that is this is the one time we're going to be serious sportsy for a few minutes. Still raw, Los. It's still raw. I didn't watch that game at all, thinking, "Oh, this is in the balance at at twenty four seventeen, or oh, it's twenty four twenty. Let's see what's going to happen." I just went, "Alabama going to turn it on, and here's what's coming, and this is what it's going to be." And sure enough, because we've now seen that for, it's never been that big of an avalanche, because the last two times it was you took it away late in a fourth quarter in an overtime. This one was different in that by by. Early part of the fourth quarter, you're in a place where you're like, I'm going to lose this football game. But tell me a team that has led Alabama the last three times they played at halftime. Like, I don't know of anyone. I, Remember, their resume, when we talked, we had one intern who was who did his undergrad degree, University of Alabama. I ran into Jimmy and his mom, by the way. His oh. mom was... She was white trash wasted. Would, oh, wow. Well, <laughs> Jimmy flat out told us, he's like, it's my fourth year here. I've lost three football games. And the funny thing was, I walked up to him, I go, hey, by the way, what's your record now, bitch? Because, you know, <laughs> LSU and Clemson have been in the way in the last couple of years. But yeah, way, so that changed up a little bit while he was there. It was just one of those things though, where it feels like all the pieces are there. You're just not... You're, you were in the stadium, by the way, so just so everybody knows. Yeah, absolutely. And so, and granted, I went back and watched the replay a couple times and whatnot, but it, it still feels like all the pieces are there at this point, except for one Every single time you're missing one key ingredient, whether this year it's the quarterback or the year before, you just you had Brenton Cox in in 18, I guess, trying to seal the edge and he could not seal the edge on Jalen Hurts. You're just it's that one ingredient that just keeps missing each time. But 
I know you're there. I know you've got a puncher's chance at this, basically. How do you finish it? And that's the weirdest thing about it. Like, I've heard people talking on the fan recently, like, Kirby needs to make adjustments and blah, blah, blah. Go back and watch games. Like, that Tennessee game was a neck-and-neck game back and forth at that point. Guess what they did in the second half? Made adjustments. They made adjustments. The one thing I've noticed about Kirby more than anything is he makes adjustments more than the guy before him. I love the adjustments Kirby makes. He just has not figured out how to do it against Bama. I think the fascinating part for me was that the, they showed up and threw the football to start early in that game. Yeah, and you ran it. Then they were able to run the football, and it almost felt like they went right back to that formula of, we've been having running success, let's come out and, and, and surprise them, shock them with throwing the football. And it just didn't have the same effect, and they couldn't get back to the run once things over. You know, the quick fourteen points suddenly you're like, okay, we we gotta we gotta get out of our game. But it's so hard to go go away from that. Like Bama takes the lead, goes up by four. You ran the ball a total of three times the rest of the game with something that was working for you. Like that's the question. Don't panic, baby. Just because you're trailing Bama, no reason to panic. Now you're down fourteen late. Okay, now it's panic time. We got six minutes, nine minutes left in the game. I get it. And basically, you're gonna everybody knows what you're gonna be doing. There was time in that game, and I just I'd like to see them going back. Even Zeus was running well, and I've been the worst guy on Zeus recently that Milton and McIntosh need to touch it more. Zeus ran well. So we play them again in the bends. I want to see more of that. I want to see more of be the old school Alabama and run that damn thing down their throat. Now, it was interesting. I'm texting with Matt during the game. You can tell in the third quarter, like, there are nine or ten players within four yards of that line of scrimmage. Like, they just said, Stetson, go yeah. ahead and try to beat us yeah, up. Yeah, come beat us up. And, come, come, I'm going to challenge you up front, and you uh, you see if you can go over the top on us. And you don't have the kid that can do that right now, and that's that sucks. Can I ask you one other thing that's going to be out this week is, um, I, I guess there's going to be a new welcome to Matlana. And it was supposed to be you and I. It was. But I had a, I had a softball game to make, end-of-year softball game, and a... a you know, birthday dinner, and so don't, don't, don't. I'm just saying that. there was a reason why that I, ordinarily I would do it with you, but I didn't, and so it was just y'all two. And you said it was kind of weird because typically Matt's always pushing like, here's me and David Justice, here's Triple. me and Phil Necro, here's me and Hoyt. So I think <laughs> I don't know if it'll come out next week because Matt gets these and then he sits on them for like a good four weeks, five yeah. weeks, and just kind of drops them as he goes along, and. He even references it in the in the interview, but he's like, I may not actually tweet out that you're the guest. I may just call it a mystery guest. And I'm like, that's so screwed up because I know in this industry, because you write, you or Matt write the teases, that if we ever tease somebody by name, like coming up next, Chipper Jones, oh, the audience will stay for Chipper. But if you ever tease coming up next is a, a guest we'll talk to that did this, this, and this, and they don't say his name, means he ain't that important. But, and this is where he downplays it, as the number one sports media personality in the entire marketplace. I forgot about that. That's the one that would grab the most listenership of, oh, this isn't going to be like a typical podcast where he interviews so-and-so you know, about some horrible thing. He ain't talking to Ron Gant. He's talking to Hoyt about being, you know, this is what we do and this is what we are at a radio station. It was honestly, it was more about building the monster that y'all created that, that is Hoyt, I guess. <laughs> Um, it was how it was how Frankenstein put his was Frankenstein the doctor? Yes. Okay. Doctor Frankenstein. Yes, how he put his monster together. But it was weird because you and I talk on a daily basis. Me and Matt have our early morning show call on a daily basis. It was weird to sit down with Matt and he was like Barbara Walters on the other side, like, So your father, 
What effect did he have on you growing up? You know, like he would get a running start and <laughs> whack me in the face. Like, what are you? <laughs> the divorce. How do you think it affected your career moving forward? I'm like, what the hell is this? I cried a lot and then I recovered. <laughs> That's when I started drinking heavily. I mean, but it was it was it was interesting. It was fun. We missed you. I will say that. Well, I hope uh, when it drops again, uh, well, I'll get a chance to listen to it. That's part of my plan. All right, coming up next, I'm running a sweatshop and I'm doing it for Hoyt. Can you say sweatshop? I guess you can because of your nationality, huh? It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Responsibly Vodka and Norman's Electronics. Aren't you going through a divorce or something? You told me to bring it up. Network radio requires hard outs. As soon as it hits time, you have to be done. You have to be finished. Well, you got a bunch of radio stations all on the same clock. Here are three times where things did not go well. All right, so that's going to do it for the Ford leadoff show. First pitch coming up at 7.05 in Philadelphia. Ingram and Lemke going to bring the game call for us. We'll enjoy that. So uh, for Chris Domino, my co-host, our producer, Brandon Joseph, engineers, Kevin D'Amico, John Radcliffe, and Cameron Carruth, I'm Buck Blue. Hey, Wade fans. So that's the first one. I knew that was coming. And and when when they talk about the hard out, I remember back when I started that noon gig, one of the first things Brandon Adams told me he was producing, he was like, yeah, you can keep talking. Nobody's going to hear it. It's going to do it for the Ford leadoff show. For my partner, Chris Domino, our producer, Brandon Joseph, engineers, Kevin D'Amico and John Ratcliffe. The Braves are back and you need to make sure you... (laughs) And then the final one of the trifecta from that week. Uh, It's going to do it for the Ford leadoff show. For my partner, Chris Domino, our producer, Brandon (laughs) Joseph. Carlos Medina wants to take away your Second Amendment. Carlos Medina... Bingo! ...wants to end... Universal health care. I said that. (laughs) (laughs) Chapter 38, Audio Fun Bag, the podcast, uh, all brought to you by Responsibly Vodka and Norman's Electronics. Drink responsibly and also sign up for our trip to the Golden Nugget in Biloxi. That's going to be coming up on that Saturday, November 8th. We're going to be getting in town a couple days early and uh, and doing it up big and having a good time there. Norman's Electronics, 770-451-5057, in business right here in Atlanta since 1955, taking care of your vintage audio and video equipment. You think Jamie could fix a Nintendo? Like, if I've got an old Nintendo that just does not, like, the light doesn't even come on. Like, it used to blink. Now it doesn't even come on. You think he could fix that? Their technicians, part of what they do is that they will try and locate a similar piece, bring that in, and then make yours work. So a lot of it now comes down to, is there a a part from another, uh, I would say, another unit that would work, or... Is there a substitute part? Like, let's say um, you have an old Sony, you know, tabletop setup that uh, you had it from like 1982. Well, if they can find something similar from a similar Sony piece, then they'll try and use that one. So that's how they make all that stuff work. I like to think Jamie's just in the back room, just blowing into everything. <sighs> He's just trying to get your Game Boy to work again so you can play all the Tetris you want at work without anyone noticing. I fixed your jukebox. <laughs> Just blowing into everything. He's just sitting there spraying, just air into it. He comes back over. All right, you ask for your credit card after that. That would be totally kick-ass. I'm in the wrong business. No, so you've been joking around, and we we always hear about it. Political ad season. Oh, my God. So here's how every political ad works. The very basis of all of it, before we get into sweatshop talk. So every single time you have the Republicans who will tell you they're going to take your guns away, 
and your religion. That's that's the first two that they're going to go at it. The Democrats will always tell you they're going to take your health care and your social security. Now, that is always the basis to then say, come out and vote, do it. But every ad, doesn't matter in what state, what market, what whatever, will always say, it doesn't matter. You can, you can put in President Trump, Vice President Biden. It could be uh, Joe Henry running for uh, Congress in Oregon. He's going to take away your guns. Hold on. He's going to take away your social security. And that's each side every single time. How about that somebody just comes out and like, I'm going to give you everything. Like, isn't that what used to happen when you'd run for like student council president or whatever? Soda machines all <laughs> everywhere. You're going to love it. Going to rot your fucking teeth out. It's going to be crazy. Recess yeah. every day. Every it's single day. Woo. Yeah. What was it that, that Pedro said in Napoleon Dynamite? Going to make all your dreams come true? Never saw that movie. That, oh, yeah. Well, I don't know if it stands up to this day. It, it's it's funny. It, it has never its parts. looked funny. It's a it's a very dry humor. Like the first time I saw it, I went, "What the hell did I watch?" The second time, I went, "Okay." No, I need kicking funny. in the nuts to be funny. That's funny. Someone now you, you know it was never not funny, and it's on Hulu right now. Super bad. Yes. The entire penis drawing scene of these big veiny motherfuckers. How he has this. <laughs> listen, like like two percent of kids have it. And all he does is draw penises. And it's the, awesome. And the fact is, at the end of the movie, when the credits roll, and they're just showing a montage of all these dicks that are drawn, all these dick tanks going over like <laughs> Tiananmen Square, running over another dick. So well done. It's so well done. All right, so... How did we get dick talk into sweatshops? Not really sure, but we'll we'll navigate this way. <laughs> Listen, the sales take us wherever the sales take us. The C's are our friends. So you brought up uh, a situation that you have in your home. And a lot of parents go through this where, depending on what your kids watch, it kind of depends and dictates on what kind of Halloween costume they want to wear. For instance, my oldest daughter really is into anime right now. There's like a high school volleyball anime show where it's like a high school team and uh, they've got all these silly characters. And so she wants to be all these different Japanese characters. That's right? what I was going to say. Is it a Japanese character yes. with either pink hair or blue hair, like the shortcut Absolutely. kind of thing? Well, in, th- in this case, her character is this, this long-haired girl that she wants to look like uh, who's like one of the popular players on the team. And so whatever. That's what she wants to do. And so we were able to find that stuff, although we had to get it sent from basically overseas. Like you had to go to Amazon. <laughs> and and it, when you make those orders and they say, this product's coming from overseas. Give it, you know, two to three weeks. We had to do that, and it took two to three weeks before they started showing up to the house. That's how we got COVID. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team, build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. Probably. I've got it all over the packages. You know, I'm just going to have to hose them down. <laughs> so you came to me and you said, hey, my, my son wants to be King Bomb Bomb. No, 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 no. King Babam. King Babam. <laughs> and I said, 
who's King Babam? And you basically pointed out, who is he? He's obsessed with Mario Kart, and it's actually on his phone. It's not the Mario Kart you and I grew up on. And he is a character. Basically, if you remember the the time bombs or the bombs that you'd light on fire in Super Mario Brothers or whatever, he's one of those, but he's an oversized one with a big mustache. Right. So he's got this giant mustachio with big old hands and big old silly looking shoes, and he's the shape of a bomb. So as you said, you're like, there's nowhere I can find this King Babam. Like, why can't this kid just be Mario? Do you know how many different Mario costumes there are for children? Or Luigi, or Toad, or whatever. Dude, my wife and I were Mario and Luigi like six or seven years ago. Exactly, because it's everywhere, but he's got to be King Babam. So in this case, I went to the one person who I knew could fix this problem. And I, I, as soon as you described it, I went, I got it. So my mom is coming into town. <laughs> And she's she's in town right now. So when I was growing up, I also was the person who asked for the elaborate stuff. Like, I remember when I was, like, three years old, I wanted to be Kermit the Frog. Well, Kermit the Frog costumes in Uvalde, Texas are like, here's a green hat and here's whatever. Because we were – we my parents worked with a phone company, and in order to, to progress – you would go to work in a small Texas market before coming back to your home base in San Antonio or Houston or Austin. You'd go put in like your two years somewhere and then you'd come back as, as management. So they were doing theirs in Uvalde, Texas, 90 miles south of San Antonio. And there's no Amazon. There ain't no Amazon. <laughs> so my mom got really good at, at making costumes. So I was Kermit the Frog. I had really elaborate Superman costumes where it, like, it wasn't like, here's the Superman shirt and I've got some tights. I'm like, no, mine looked really legit. And so she's done that for my daughters where my daughter wants to be a chicken. What'd she make? Giant chicken costume. So I went, King Babam, this won't be a problem. Sent her the picture and immediately, what did she say back? I need the length of him from neck to his knees in inches. Shoe size, hand size, size. for the gloves and everything else. And I'm, I'm over here thinking like, I'm going to be dad of the year. I ordered him a girl's disco ball because it's just round it's a disco ball and i was like all right i'll spray paint it black and hopefully it'll look like a bomb like that was that was the extent of what i was gonna do and then you tell me about this a i feel bad as hell because your mother is working on this like day in day out oh i, I know i keep hitting her with reeds <laughs> i tell her that we're not gonna feed her and then you know like she, she's just got a little little cup over of water and and she has to complete different tasks before we refill it i imagine it like in in happy Gil my fingers hurt well, mom now your back's gonna hurt because you just pulled land like yeah like it's that's what like you're that. doing to mama los yeah but she loves it because if you say so uh since the kids are, are in school the, she flew in town and they finally have early release today and tomorrow it's thursday and, and friday if you're listening to the podcast uh so she's had like five, six hours during the day to do nothing. And so the idea of working on a costume, she's like, this is kind of cool. So she's been into it. She's she's going to deliver you King Babam. Turned off the AC, put her in the basement, in the dark part of the basement. It's just her in a sewing it's machine. It's just her in a sewing machine. Have you ever seen uh, the Matrix movies where the mm -hmm. key maker is sitting there behind the door? He's just got the keys. And he said, that's what it's kind of like that. Yeah, and that's what I've made your mom do, which makes me feel like shit, by the way. So thank you for that. She just has on her little her little hat, you know, little little green hat. And she's just sitting there and working on, on those hands what and working happened? on those shoes. What happened to just putting on your baseball jersey from the year before? Before and like, what are you? I'm a Colorado Rocky, and you just walk around and just get free candy. And now they want to be King Babam or some Japanimation kind well, of well, thing. Well, there's only a limited time where they will do like the elaborate stuff, and we've enjoyed it every year when they want to do like one year they want to be a family of unicorns. That's like my avatar on Twitter. Like I'm in a giant unicorn outfit. Uh, there's only so many times they want to do that before it turns into 
dad, I want to be a cat. Okay, cool. I'm going to be a sexy cat. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, uh-uh. And that, that, that's, that's coming at like 16, 17. I don't want that. Cats don't wear bustiers. What are you doing? What the hell are you talking Which, about? By the way, it's lingerie with a tail on it. Yes, that's, that's all it is. All, lingerie little... with the little ears and a tail. And, <laughs> and every single time you see a pick like that in college, you're like, F. F me. That's so, my daughter. So it's funny you bring that up because when we were in Tuscaloosa over Friday and Saturday, I texted Lisa. Lisa really wants a girl. And, you know, I got my two boys. So I'm like, no, you know, we ain't having sex anyways anymore. So we're not going to have a girl. It's going to be difficult if we're not swinging for the fences here. But she wants a girl. And I ran into the cutest little adorable thing at Waffle House. And this is Tuscaloosa to a T. We're waiting outside Waffle House because, you know, COVID's everywhere and you can't go inside because you get COVID. So we're waiting outside in line. And this little, she's got to be two years old, and she's got her Bama outfit on. Just the cute, my heart is just melting. And I text Lisa, I'm like, you may get your girl if I keep seeing this girl long enough. And it was funny, too. She starts playing with things in the parking lot, like, oh, okay, boys play with rocks, whatever. She's picking up cigarette butts and throwing she's tossing them. them. I'm just like, oh, this is so Tuscaloosa. <laughs> then about four hours later, we walk downtown, and I was like, yeah, we're not having a girl. Because... You and I saw the same thing. Dude, they wear leather everywhere. Like, that's the Bama thing is girls just in leather. What was so different this time around? No girls. Uh, the, the mom look. The mom pant look. I don't know where that came from. Like, when I was in college, and again, I don't want to compare it all to, hey, when I was 20 years ago, when I was, like, the idea was, how tight can the jeans look while basically riding on my hips? That's That's what the look was. Now it's turned into... How far can I get them up near my rib cage so that I look like I have a giant ass in mom pants? That's exactly what I was going to say. So because I think ass has come back for guys. Like, I'm an ass guy anyways. It never went anywhere. But I think ass has come back that you can almost fake it if you pull it up high enough. That's what they're doing. Ooh, it's dropping down. Look at that thing back there. And so I think that's what it is. But to see... By the way, I don't know when you were in Alabama if it was like this or in Tuscaloosa, but no. That, in, in, when I was over there, it was 2010 to 2012, and it, that look was not there yet. They have five stars all over the place. M- imagine that. And yeah, I told you the story. So the night we got in town, I told you I go basically. This place is like an L. It's like that's what you do. Yep. Like you walk out and, and and there's 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 one line of restaurants and bars and one line of restaurants and bars, and then a back line of bars behind that. And I'd always tell you, like, oh, did you ever you know, go out to any of these things? I was like, no, because at the time, I'm like 30, 31 years old, <laughs> which is already like the creepy dude if you're solo. Now, it's different. Like, it was you, me, Dan Matthews, Frank Duffy. That's different when you roll in with a group of four into like a, a college bar or a different kind of bar and you set up your own little spot and you're just having your adult time because there's plenty of adults around. Yeah, and whenever you're hanging out with Dan Matthews, too, you don't have to worry about being the creepy guy in the group. No, but... <laughs> When you're solo, like you're the solo guy rolling into a college bar to like set up, you look creepy. And so I would always, I'd go down, I'd grab my food and I'd head back over to my hotel room. That was always what I'd do. And you know, Hey, I've got a, I've got two exams that have to be proctored over the next two days. I'm going to go to my hotel room. I'm going to go and grab my food. I'm going to go to campus. I'm going to walk in. I'm going to do it and head back to my room. Yeah. I was creepy, scary yeah, guy. I know. I didn't, I didn't want to do any of it. <laughs> All right. Coming up next. An issue that Hoyt has that's family-oriented. That's next on the Audio Fun Bag Podcast. It's always about my family, every time. Like, my kids are going to listen to this someday. Dad, why did you make fun of me when I was a King Babong? It's now time for a classic Audio Fun Bag moment. Brought to you by Responsibly Vodka and Norman's Electronics. 
Looks like the sun is coming up, Chuck. Shades on in Dark Club. So we have a couple of different spots we're running because there are so many different music artists. Thank you to Live Nation in part because of this. So many different shows are coming through the battery and are playing here. And so you'll have your headphones on. You'll barely be paying any attention. You'll hear music playing with nothing going on and think, oh, we're back. That's exactly what happened here. But no, we were not back from a break. We were still in commercial. The one-of-a-kind voice of Robert Plant and the sensational Space Shifters. This Friday night, State Bank Amphitheater at Chastain Park. With special guest, L. King. Tickets on sale now at LiveNation.com. No outside food or drink permitted. Robert Plant and the sensational Space Shifters. 717 on the fan, 680, 97 FM. Steak, Sandra, Brian, Here's a great win for the a massive nest egg at your job and you're about to retire. That's the audio fun bag. Audio fun bag podcast. Are we rolling this time? Episode 38, chapter 38. All brought to you by Responsibly Vodka, Drink Responsibly, and Norman's Electronics, NEIUSA.com. Give them a call, 770 451 5057. Also, when you see the link, sign up with the trip. Let's go. How much is it? Going to Biloxi. How much is it? Um, Well, I've seen the regular rate. Ours is greatly reduced. Because I'm still not in. I'm not 100% in yet. You'll be in. Meaning I just haven't bought a plane ticket yet, but I I am in. I've got the plane ticket. I took care of that part, and so you've got to handle that part. And if you want to drive down, fine. We're just in the interest of trying to get there as quickly as possible right after the show. So it's it's an hour flight. Says an hour ten. That's taxing back. It's like fifty minutes. You think we can get a drink or two on there? Uh, actually, one year I was with uh, home team Brandon Leak. We were heading down for the LSU Ohio State uh, national championship game, and that was the one where Ohio State like scored early on a Ted Ginn uh, return, and then they didn't score the rest of the night. Basically, so that night, home team and I we get on the plane, and we'd been set up in first class. Like that, they that was how it was was being taken care of for us. And so we got a drink when we first got on the plane. We killed it as quickly as possible. We got another one right before takeoff. We killed that one. Then they came around for drink service. We were able to get two more by the time. Remember, when you're drinking at altitude, two yeah. hits you differently. We got off that plane. And an hour flight, how much did you drink? Four or five. Good for y'all. And then we got in that the, the car to head over to the casino we were staying at. And you want to talk about being loopy as hell? <laughs> Just like, and you know, like home team. So he's like already kind of like, a lot of fun. Then he turned into like, oh my God, this is like a mile a minute of fun. Well, because I remember the last time you and I flew together was in Vegas. Yeah. And you always tell me the one place you can't be judged for drinking is the airport. Is the airport, yeah. Except for that asshole bartender sure as hell judged me when I ordered two drinks at the same time. And he just looked at me like, really? Really? Do yeah. You- the airport is the safe place. It's it was a- supposed to be. It's the one place where it doesn't matter if you want to drink at 8 o'clock in the morning or 8 o'clock in the evening. Everyone just looks at you like, because they don't know what schedule you're on. They're just like, all right, here you go. Here, here it comes. I have, a, I have a sipping drink and I have a drinking drink. And right. that's, that's my key. So don't judge me based off this stuff. So we'll be at the Golden Nugget uh, over in Biloxi that, uh, that first weekend in November. So we're heading down. Like I said, I'm going to go on the 7th. We got the game on the 8th, I remember, recall. Vice versa, sixth and seventh is the game. Okay, seventh is the game. game. Yeah, so we're going to fly in before. So I'm flying in on that Thursday night and leaving that Sunday morning. You know it would be cool, too, if we get a listener's 
group of craps going. Like, yeah. Get everybody at the same kind of table. That would be fun. Or even a you know blackjack table with listeners or something yeah. like that. So again, check the link or or you know tweet at us. We'll uh, we'll help you out and, and get all that taken care of. And again, uh, responsibly vodka's got some gift packages for everybody once you get on site, so we know uh, who's all with the group. So. You have a problem, and I have a similar problem, but mine's a little bit different. We're planning on doing family photos again. We've been doing the regular family photos, but now we want to do like the kind of like, you know, all right, let's do the whole group family photo. The only reason why we've waited is my nine-year-old is very close to getting her braces off. She had um. she had to do an expander because her mouth was was small and they were worried about, you know, teeth coming in correctly. So she wore an expander for about a year and a half, and then she had braces. They took the expander out, and now they're telling her, your braces are going to be out here in just a couple of months. So she wants to wait to do that without the braces so we have a family photo. Yours, I think, is a little bit different while you're having to deal with it. Well, first off, I have issues with that because that's just a part of being a child is you need to take pictures with braces. So when you look back and like your parents are picking on you or showing them to your new date, it's just to bust your balls, basically. No, it was but, your awkward phase. But, but all of her... All of her school pictures for the last couple of years have have braces or something along those lines. So that that part I get, but when we're wanting to do the family photo that we we hang over the mantle, goes over the fireplace, sits in a prominent area of the home. Ooh, fireplace! That one's so rich. I got one fireplace. <laughs> uh, that one we want to wait, and, and and so she's really happy with. Well, that's my thing too. Like, do you have a place that you prominently display all of these? Like, I, I remember at least in the '90s growing up. You always put them on like the stairs going up. Like it looked like modern family. When you go up the stairs, there's all the family portraits as you keep walking up and it goes with age and everything else. We don't do that at my house. In fact, I walked around my house. I go, Lisa, there's not a photo of me in our house. Why the hell? (laughs) Why do I even need to be in these photos? But now we're at the point and maybe this is the new hot thing. Like, look at this. I have it up on my phone. There's my two boys. And what are they in? They're in a pink flamingo. They're in a pink flamingo with a teal trailer in the background that says beach house and everything else now we're creating fake scenes because that was shot in woodstock los why am i creating fake scenes do you know what i'm doing this weekend after the pumpkin patch we're gonna go to a fake created scene of corn maze and everything else where it looks like everything's festive why am i doing this we have done that as well we've done the uh we've done the sunflower setup where you go out to the farm that has all the sunflowers in the background by the way you can't actually see the picture but displayed over our fireplace is the family photo oh, with the do dog. Um, yeah, I was gonna say you just you can only see the lower half of us, but it's it's with my my little girl holding on to her her big old dog and and you know my daughter standing there and me and my wife and that's like that's our family photo. But what happened to back in the day where you could just go to a Macy's? And they would pull down a sheet that looked like, you know, one of the maps you had in high school. Right, put a space scene behind you with <laughs> or, lasers. Or you could be at the Alps or at the beach. And we just take our photo. Was it Olsen Mills or Olsen something? Something like that. And and you could just do that. Why do I have to go to this stupid thing and do photos? Oh. By the way, they're fake photos. See? Now, that's an actual, you know, from my in-laws wanted to have the whole family thing in front of their home. So that was the family photo that we took. and that that would, But that one's not, like, staged. No, and that's that's what I'm saying. Why do we have to take these staged photos where you know it's not real? So when you look back on this, oh, that's the time that mom and dad drug me to this stupid farm to go stand around and take photos. And we all wore things that we would never wear again that are uncomfortable and itchy as hell. And they're going to take back the clothes the day after we get the pictures 
pictures done and say, we never wore these because we'll never wear them again. It's so stupid in my mind. This is where the pumpkin patch comes into play these days because the family photo will head out to the pumpkin patch and we'll be uh, we'll be fall and festive. And here's us with all of these pumpkins around that. That. OK, I, I would rather just be like, hire the photographer. Let's where are we going to meet? Let's go. Fu- I've done it, and we'll do it again. We're going to find a rustic barn and go take pictures. I guarantee we're going to do that. Over the river. And here's what this all comes down to, by the way. This is all so these women can have their Christmas cards they send out in December. 100%. Where you can put the family photo in different seasons and everything else. And here's what we're... I'm so tired of Christmas cards, too. Because here's what you do. You get it in the mail. You look at it. You're envious because they went to the beach nine times in COVID epidemic, and you didn't. And then you put it away, and you never look at it again. But all we're doing is trying to keep up with the freaking Joneses every time we put out these damn Christmas cards. Do you ever look at them, especially if you know something about the family? Ooh, look, the Bailey's got a new baby. No, no, you're, you're looking at it, and you're like, like, yeah, I hear Jim and Sally aren't doing so well. But this picture, <laughs> they look happy. Exactly. They look good. It. You know, or, or you look at it, and you're like, ah, you know, I... I heard Dave lost his job about six weeks ago, but I mean, they look fam, they look happy, uh, family in this in this photo, you know. I mean, that, that, that's that's kind of it's it still goes back to the idea of living out loud. Yeah, and I and hate I'm, I'm, that. But a lot of us are having to deal with a bunch of stuff where we want to put out the front. I mean, you and I have talked about how this hasn't been like the coolest time in our profession, but. We're still having to pretend like, hey, I'm all right. Things are good. But I hate that idea of faking it. Like I know, and you're faking it for posterity with your picture there near are, your rustic barn. There are people that your will fucking, send... you know, oh, idiot no. clothes you're wearing. Oh, yes, no. I know. This is not going to get rebroadcasted on 680 during the holidays. No, it will not. It's not going to make the Christmas special. Sorry. <laughs> but it's, it's like... Then we're going to have a meeting next week, and they'll figure out how to monetize it for themselves. But there are people that send out their Christmas cards... By the time we get it, they'll probably be already filed for divorce. It's like, stop living your fake life. Just, you know what I want to put on there? We went to Disney this year. That was my kid running around at Disney. How about that? I just want want Jim and Sally to be like in a heavily intoxicated picture with him in the, him in the, you know, kind of a, you know, the wife beater shirt and her not happy wearing the frumpy pants because she's like, there's no way you're getting in these ever again. Yes. That's what we're supposed to do. That's the reality. As family and society, that's what, that's, that's how memories are made. Not... All wearing the same pajamas on Christmas morning. All right, King Babom, take us out. No, that was a really depressing way to end the show. We were talking about divorce and families not making it. Hug your loved ones tonight. Hold them close. Go take a fake photo with them. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? Build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. 
FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com.